different generations fight as if it's a football game. Why? Our show is called the Boomer Effect Podcast. We just want to gain a better understanding of not just those generations that came before us, but also those who come after us. Breaking down generational differences and establishing a common ground. Join Jerry and Rose as they attempt to understand and overcome the generational divide. Come on over. Be a part of the show. The Boomer Effect Podcast. Every episode of Boomer Effect is brought to you by MyPillow. And I'll tell you what, you and I were talking and our favorite product is... The slippers. Oh my gosh, I love those. Yes. You know, they're so comfortable. I feel like, I just I just feel like I'm walking on a cloud when I'm... And they're warm and they're cozy. Perfect for winter right now, particularly they the are. winter slippers that they have. And guess what, Jerry? They've got a great price. Find out when you go to MyPillow.com. And use the promo code... <laughs> Boomer. Boomer. All right, Jerry, we are on the subject of baby boomers right now. This is the part two of the discussion on boomers. And really, in this episode, I think what we want to do is talk about, you know, why the boomers are looked at negatively. And the big question here is, how did the destruction supposedly happen? I mean, if we're to blame for so many things, when do we really think the impact of the baby boomers actually began? Well, when you really think about it, keep in mind that you're talking a generation that was probably what? The last was 1964, the last of the baby boomers. So let's just say that during that time, a generation that's supposed to have such a huge impact, right? But yet a lot of these people were still in middle school and high school. Uh So we're going to say they all got out of high school uh, about 1984, which means that you got people out of high school that are part of the baby boomers. You've got uh, people that by the time – well, 1984 would have been about the time they, the last would have been 20. So we'll say they engaged the workforce, right? They were part of adulthood at that point. So when you consider the fact that you got a whole generation that was just aging into the workforce, you know, people in their – a big part of that generation still in their early uh, 20s, their 30s. I mean how much of an impact do we really think they could have? Right, good question. Yeah, I mean, you know, and before that, they hadn't even aged in. Now, keep in mind that let's just move it fast forward. Let's go 10 years forward. Now, you still got a big part of them that are in their uh, early 30s. And granted, you know, everybody's starting to experience life. They're doing their thing. But do we really think that they just dropped everything? They quit experiencing life. And you know, a lot of younger generations are going to say we were irresponsible, that we're an irresponsible generation. Well, if we were so irresponsible, well, we definitely couldn't have been taking politics or the country or anything very seriously when we were in our 30s. So obviously – From the mid-80s, when we just, the last of the baby boomers, that is when the baby boomers would have been at full force Mm -hmm. to the mid-90s for an irresponsible generation. Would they think we had that much of an impact? Wow. I mean, we couldn't have had that kind of an impact, right? Interesting point. So the question is, when did we start having an impact? When did we? Yeah, I guess guess they're going to say maybe 2000, right? Maybe the last 20. That's when we wrecked the country, you know, that we made it difficult. You know, people, everything is high. Home prices are high. Interest rates are high. But here's the thing. What nobody's really taken into account is if you look at, you know, Rose, the last of the baby boomers 
through that last 10 years, they're getting ready to engage the workforce. Now, what I did was I looked back at the inflation rates for the last 10 years of the baby boomers coming in. It was crazy because, you know, you had to have, you know, what you used to buy for a dollar took $2.64. So, and wow. were we crying and, and, and blaming our parents? No. No. We weren't interest rates. Interest rates, wow. 12%, 14%, right. not even close to where they're at right now. So when you consider the fact that the impact of the baby boomers would have had to been from about 2000 on, but yet the end of the baby boomers and, and the, th- the things that they were engaging, because we're talking about 20-something baby boomers right. that are dealing with interest rates way higher, inflation that's way higher, than the generation right now. Wow. But we weren't blaming. We still bought houses. Did you buy a house? Yeah, of course. Yeah, you bought a house. Did the interest rates stop you at the time? You know, they didn't. I mean, you just did what you had to do if you wanted to own a home. You did what you had to do. Yeah. And you were willing to make a sacrifice doing that. Exactly. So let me ask you this. So what you're telling me is, is that you didn't go out telling everybody and their brother that life was tough because of your parents? That they, they caused high interest rates, that things were expensive. I mean, the last time I, I took count, if you look at historic uh, inflation rates, there was a few years where things went down. But for the most part, we know things have always moved up. Right. But so has wages and everything else. So it's not like it's something that's new. Things always get expensive, more expensive. That's just the way the world works. But you have to adapt to it. And be able to take, make sacrifices and do what you need to do to become a self-sustainable adult. When the last of the baby boomers were coming into their own, we, we were talking about high gas prices. Oh. Remember, you had to wait an odd number, even number on the on the license plate. Uh, that's when, remember, the home interest rates were so very double digits. Yeah. So we had a lot of that. And somehow we still survived. And we still accomplished. Well, here's the thing. It's real simple. We had to face adversity. We overcame adversity because that's what we were taught by previous generations. You know, the country went through adversity between depression, wars. Everybody made sacrifices to be able to overcome that adversity. Do you think that there are some baby boomers that blame themselves? And, and if so, and I, what I do think they blame this, themselves for? So I think that you have some baby boomers that blame themselves. I, what I notice more is this, is that there's a huge section of the baby boomers that are joining the battle cry of these younger generations. But when you really think about it, what I notice in dealing with that, and I've had some personal experiences uh, dealing with some fellow boomers regarding this. Um, What happens is that we were not taught to blame our parents or grandparents for our problems, but we had no problem blaming our siblings. We had no problem with that at all. So when you look at the baby boomer generation, now we're looking at each other kind of like siblings. And when one sibling, they have more success than another sibling, What does the sibling that isn't as successful try and do? They try and justify it, right? Right. So you see a lot of baby Mm -hmm. boomers out there 
that because uh, the lack of personal success, instead of looking in the mirror and saying, hey, you know what? I didn't do what other people did. My bad. What they want to do is they want to try and find a way to justify that. Now, keep in mind something. The, the saying, keeping up with the Joneses, wasn't created by the new generations. That was a big part of the baby boomer generation. And if we couldn't keep up with the, uh, with the Joneses, what did we want to do? We wanted to blame somebody because here's what most baby boomers face right now. They're no longer in the workforce. See, they played life's game, and now they're left with whatever they want at the table doing it. They don't, they don't have the ability to just say, oh, I'm just going to go back out and work and try and start life all over. They don't have that. So they played the game. They got to where they needed to get as far as, you know, in life, they're done. Right. I mean, they're not they're not out there. They can't really make a huge change. If you can't make a huge shift and you're not where you want to be, what do you do? You play the blame game, too. So that's why we have a lot of boomers joining the battle cry because, yeah, they want somebody to blame, too. Hey, you know what? My friends are traveling around the world. They live on a golf course. You know, I'm still struggling to make ends meet. Well, we can say, look, maybe it's something you did different than them, but that's no fun. It's easier just to say, you know what? I get it. The baby boomers suck. I apologize to the world that I'm part of that because you know what the thing is? That's the only way I can justify my own lack of success. I see. That's why they join in the battle cry. That's why they join in the battle cry. Wow. Yeah, that's interesting. You know, it's in, to, for me, and I, I, you assume sometimes that everyone thinks the same way you do. But if I didn't accomplish something, the first thing I do is blame myself. I'm like, why didn't you do that? Why didn't you think about doing this at that point in your life? Or why didn't you? And it, it, it so it astounds me that there are so many who play the blame game. They, play they the have game to. Game. They have to. It's a sense. It's a. It's a, a means of survival for them. Self preservation. Yes. You know, it's yeah. self preservation. And you know, when you really think about it, here's 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 how crazy this is. You know, you got generations that are saying, "Yeah, well, I can relate to how you guys feel," but yet here's the crazy thing: is you know, none of us had computers. When we were in high school. Wow, think the about only, that. The only people who had think those were the federal that. government, right? Wow. The federal government had computers. That's interesting. That is interesting. Yeah. So how 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 can a baby boomer relate to a younger generation because they weren't even in those we circumstances? We didn't have cell phones. Hey, if I got lost, I had to look for a payphone somewhere. Oh, yeah. Right? And call and say, how do I get to your place? Here's where I am, the corner of Maine. We use paper maps to get places. Oh, yes. I never could read those, Jerry. So think about this. If the baby boomers can't really relate to, and I'm going to call them struggles, because basically what happens is, is, you know, when you start blaming the baby boomers for everything, here's, here's, what they, here's what people need to realize is it's not the baby boomers that change the world. It's technology. See, the baby boomers did have an advantage. Who brought us much of the technology that's right. that millennials are that, using today? That's right. Can I ask you that question? Yeah. So think about this one. You know, a lot of jobs, people complain about jobs, but that's because – 
there's a lot of blue collar jobs that generations of baby boomers worked that no longer exist because of technology. Now, that's not our fault that technology changed the world. You know, but the bottom line is, is it changed the world. But, you know, think about this. I can remember, you know, my grandparents, they didn't they didn't have televisions. My mother could remember growing up listening to the radio, mm-hmm. telling me that whole story of Orson Welles and how everybody oh, yes. freaked out because they thought the aliens were coming in. <laughs> so technology has changed everything so much. But every generation adapted. You know, that's what they did. They adapted to yeah. a new world. We have a new world. A generation has to adapt. And just like every generation in the past, you know, the baby boomers, you know, we've all had to adjust to technology changes in the world. I mean, technically, we're probably adjusting better than the younger people. And that's because we're engaging it as a looking at it as something that can help improve our lives. Right. For them, a lot of times, they're, they're over-utilizing it to try and not have to make any sacrifice or do anything. They're basically relying on technology to do everything for them. Mm-hmm. And so when you do that, I mean, do you realize how many times I've gone into a store and somebody's tried to give me my change and they can't even count money? Oh, yeah. yeah. Can't they even can't count read money. it on the screen. Yes, absolutely. Can't do math without a calculator. Yep, I'm always helping them out. Yeah, can't yes. do math without a calculator. You know, let me ask you something. Let's take a look at and make a comparison between, let's say, the baby boomers at age 20 Mm -hmm. and their lifetime at the age 20, what they were dealing with then. We did touch on that a little bit. And what people right now at that same age are dealing with. Can we make a comparison? Well, I think this. You know, in essence, I've heard younger generations say that the baby boomers had it easier. And I probably would agree with that in some senses. And I think that the only reason it was easier was we had less distractions. See, with all of this technology, a fast-paced world, the world is much faster now. The expectations are probably a little bit higher. Um, I think that the difference for the baby boomers, it was just a little lower, slower pace. The values were set a little bit differently. Okay. The, uh, the expectations were maybe not quite as high. And the, uh, different, the biggest difference, I think, is the fact that we were taught that we could accomplish anything with some effort and sacrifice. And I just think that, in all fairness to the younger generations, much faster paced. Technology is changing at the speed of light. You know, even though it has always changed, but it's kind of changed in some different ways. And I think that the biggest thing is the fact that they probably, that transference of the belief that you can accomplish anything with effort and sacrifice, we might have started telling our kids that they could uh, accomplish anything with effort. I think, I think we did that. Mm-hmm. But what we may have not done was translated the part that it not only takes effort, but it also takes sacrifice. And so I think that it is a little bit tougher right now, mm-hmm. just because not because the world, not because the changes in the world, not because the technology has made it so tough 
to get jobs or do anything. It's not because of inflation. It's not because of high prices because that's been on every generation. I just think that they're not as equipped to deal with adversity, which makes it tougher, um, than past generations. Now, what, that's the baby boomer's fault for maybe not instilling that? We could be guilty of that. I mean, it's a possibility. But I'm, I'm going to say this. I think that in today's world, you know, we're, we're a society of there's the team on the right side, there's the team on the left side, right? There's team A, there's team B. And, you know, we're just pawns in a game. We're just pawns in a big game. And the real, the real players of the game, the government, the media, and they're pitting everybody against each other. And so it's kind of hard to solve problems in the world when you've got somebody pitting the two teams against each other, which is kind of what we're having right now where everybody wants to blame one generation you know, for this and another generation for that. You know, it just really doesn't solve anything. You know, that's a good point. And, and the media plays into it too, big time. Oh, huge. Unbelievable how they do. And so it's, it's a game of pitting one generation against the other. And you think it's so counterproductive because there's so much that could be done if we actually worked with each other. Admit freely. I mean, what, for example, what would you say that baby boomers did do wrong? I mean, let's just admit. And perhaps, though, to have a real conversation about helping each other. Or right. understanding each other. Well, and I think the thing is, is I think the baby boomers, like I said, when, when, we were, when we were trying to pass the knowledge on that past generations gave us, and that was you could accomplish anything with effort, anything with effort and sacrifice. Mm-hmm. We did not translate that correctly. And so today we're very much a society of immediate gratification and very much a society of not wanting to make a lot of sacrifice. We would rather just have things given to us than to work to go get them. We would much rather not sacrifice. We just would rather somebody do the heavy lifting for us. And if we don't get what we want, it's easier to blame somebody else than to look in the mirror. I think that there's a good possibility that the baby boomers may have been the first generation that overcoddled the next generation. I agree. And weakened them inadvertently. Trying to be loving parents, right? Yes. But inadvertently weakened them. I agree with that 100%. Each generation, and I think we came from, because many of the boomers came from, Parents who had gone through the Depression, my mother held on to everything because she was afraid. She thought it could happen again. Yes. You can understand that, right? So you wonder somehow how how that translates into then how they parented and then we as products of their parenting parented. You know, there's some mistakes that can be made all across the board. Yeah, there's no doubt there. I mean, keep in mind, you're talking about a generation that used to bury cash in yes, coffee cans yes, in and the, the yard in case something happened, right? Banks went out and stuff like that. And they had to make a lot of they had to make a lot of sacrifices. It's now, different. the baby boomers, I'm going to say, didn't have to really make some of the sacrifices that our parents would have. Because we didn't go through, you know, we, we didn't go through a depression. Right. Okay. But we were influenced by their mindset. But we were influenced. That's exactly right. So those values got passed on to us. And a big part of those values, I mean, think about this, Rose. Back then, people did things and made sac. Can you imagine back then, people were making sacrifices during wars for the good of the country? 
right? Right. What do you think would happen if we got into a war today and we said, look, we need all the people to come together and make sacrifices for the good of the country. What do you think would happen today? Oh, we would play the political blame game there. Yeah. I'm not doing that because yeah. that party is the one that's responsible for this war. I mean, it's it's an amazingly different place right now. And amazingly different. And the thing is, is, we just don't come together. You know, we, we really just don't. don't come together. Yeah. That's the big difference is, is that we don't come together yes. to solve problems. When you don't come together to solve problems, problems don't get solved. We hope you're enjoying this series on baby boomers and how to get past the blame game and be a little more productive and how we can help each other and we can learn from each other, frankly. I want to, in the next episode, Jerry, talk about, because boomers do get such a bad rap, I want to talk about some of the things that they have contributed to society and how maybe we should look at them just a little differently. Yeah, that'll work. Than we have been. So, all right, next episode, the contributions made by Baby Boomers. Thanks for joining us today. You've been listening to the Boomer Effect Podcast. Different generations fight each other as if it's a football game. There's good and bad in all generations, but we want to break down generational differences and find common ground. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, review, and subscribe. We had a blast, and we hope you did too. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, you can find us at www.theboomereffect.com. See you next time on 